are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! We are back like the headache your girl faked last night so she could get some rest. How's it going over there today, Trey? It's going good, man. You know, I got my girl some ibuprofen so she'll feel better tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. I promise that wasn't a shot of you. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, but today we are crushing away at our top 10 quarterbacks that we are drafting for fantasy value. I think we should just go ahead and get it started, get it popping. We're going to start off with number 10. You love him, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, sir. Last year, numbers 4,015 yards, 37 touchdowns, four interceptions, which is incredible, which is incredible. Yeah, man, back-to-back MVP seasons, but he's number 10 on our list. Um, now, this is for fantasy value, guys. You know, don't hate on us because we're, we got Aaron Rodgers at 10. You know, I understand he's a great quarterback and a Hall of Famer for sure. Um, but at fantasy value, this is where we got him. Now, one thing I will say, four interceptions, that was the lowest in the league last year. And that's incredible for a quarterback. And you do lose points in fantasy four interceptions. But his completions and his yards just didn't match up to these other guys on the list. Yeah, absolutely. And we all know he lost Devontae to the Raiders this year. So we know that's going to hurt him. I mean, he's rolling with a, like some, what, a group full of number threes. He's got, you know, Alan Lazard is apparently supposed to be the guy this year. Um, Christian Watson, the rookie. He's still got Randall Cobb. Uh, you know, Sammy I was actually, Watkins. Sammy Watkins is over there. Absolutely. You know, it's funny though. I saw a video of Aaron Rodgers talking to Christian Watson. And I'm telling you, bro, that body language was all jacked up, man. Really? So, yeah, absolutely. I don't know if he was like telling him he's doing something wrong or or what, but that's something to look out for, bro, that chemistry. Well, see, and I've heard that Aaron Rodgers does not do well with rookies. You know, we're rookie wide receivers. He he prefers them to be seasoned and and you know out there for a while before they get with him and and learn to be elite, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say about Aaron Rodgers though is like First of all, you know, he still has Aaron Jones. Um, he still has A.J. AJ Dillon, who is who is somebody special there. Um, and so those are, you know, I still don't think he's going to be a bad quarterback. I mean, he's a back-to-back MVP, and he's a great quarterback. But losing all those people all those, and just having this, like, replacements kind of wide receiver group, yep. um, it's going to be tough on him, and I think it's going to hurt his value, and that's why we got him at 10. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, while we're talking about it, let me ask you, do you think he's going to win another MVP? I don't see it, honestly. I, I don't. I don't see a triple MVP. I mean, uh, I think he has potential to. I just. I mean, the odds are against him in every possible way. Um, yeah. I want to say though, did you see where? Um, so it started off, I think, with Devonte Adams, and they asked Devonte Adams how he likes working with Derek Carr, and he's like, "Well, you know, when you go from Hall of Fame quarterback to Hall of Fame quarterback." It's going to be a, a change or whatever. Ooh. And uh, so then they're interviewing Aaron Rodgers and they said, you know, who do you think, uh, you know, is your wide receiver one? You know, what, who's going to be the guy? And he's like talking about Alan Lazard. And he's like, well, you know, when you go from Hall of Fame wide receiver to Hall of Fame wide receiver, 
Dang. And then, and then Robbie Anderson comes on in the oh, interview. Here goes Robbie Anderson. And they say, how do you feel about going from Sam Darnold to <laughs> Baker Mayfield? And he says, well, you know, when you go from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer, <laughs> there's going to be some changes. Jeez, man, there ain't going to be no room left in Canton with all these Hall of Famers, bro. Oh, dude, they're making a mockery of it, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, speaking of videos we saw about Aaron Rodgers, uh, I saw a video uh, today being that it's Tom Brady's birthday, and he says, so Tom Brady's still playing in the NFL at 45. Do you think that's something that uh, you'll be able to do? Aaron Rodgers looks in the camera and he says, no, I don't. But happy birthday, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So we might not be getting much Aaron Rodgers uh, after this. I mean, what's he, 37, right? Yeah, I think so. And uh, and I have a feeling this is his last year, man. I mean, he's like, he's giving it one more hoorah, I think. And and if you don't do something special, you know, maybe one more year. But I just don't see any more than two. Yeah, two, three tops. He got this last payday from Green Bay, you know. And I I think he's going to run this contract out and be done with it. Uh, that might be for the for the best for him. I mean, but uh, did you? I know you also saw him dressed as uh, Cameron Poe from Con Air. That was everywhere. <laughs> so goofy, man. <laughs> you know what? I like that actually. You know, I love Con Air. But uh, did he do that on purpose or? I don't know, man. I mean, he he's got the look down though for sure. <laughs> no doubt. Only thing like, and I'm maybe I'm definitely like uh stretching but like the straps were a little uh thinner than the ones of cameron poe because it was the 90s and them things used to be huge (laughs) anyways fantasy value number 10 feels right Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. uh i guess we'll find out when you know september 8th ish when things get popping is it? Can you believe what next week is preseason? Isn't it? It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, Jesus! And everybody's getting hurt, bro. I know, dude. And that's and that's why you wait to draft. Thank you. <laughs> really, not that hot of a take. That's right. why you wait to draft. What do we do our draft like three days before the season starts? Yeah. You know what it is, is people, they're impatient and they want to go and they want to get it and they want to look at it and they want to, you know, diagnose it. Do some mocks. That's all you got to do. Just do some mocks and wait around. That's right. We'd be mocking at least once or twice a week, man. And we're Mm -hmm. putting them on our channel. You guys can go back and check those out if you uh, haven't seen them yet. But we have a job to do and that job needs to continue. We're going to number nine. This one may hurt a little more than number 10. Number nine is Patrick Mahomes. Yes, sir. Let's go with his last year's stats. 4,839 yards, 37 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He was pretty close to 5,000. I didn't realize how close to 5,000 he actually threw last year. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I guarantee you hit that in the playoffs, you know what I mean, and broke oh, yeah. that after, after the playoffs, but... You know, uh, I love Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a great quarterback, um, and he's a great fantasy quarterback. But, you know, losing Tyreek Hill, I don't think people understand the implications of that. Like, it really is um, a detriment to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I think that it's definitely going to hurt his value tremendously. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, Kelsey should see uh, an improvement in receptions and uh, uh, yards this year, I think. I mean, more than usual, just because that's somebody that he can still rely on. So Kelsey might be a great pickup for your tight end if you're willing to go that early in the draft and get him because he's going as the first tight end off the board and very early. He might be worth worth the steal, but uh, like you said, no Tyreek anymore. He's got Juju over there. Uh, Juju's supposedly showing out in camp. Will it be enough to get him to the Super Bowl? Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. I'm not I'm not seeing that. Um, I did hear that Sky Moore is actually kicking ass in uh, training camp, and I'm excited about Sky Moore because he's so far down your draft boards. But I still think that there's just so many unknown mouths to feed for Patrick, and I just don't know if they're compatible enough. And because he's been so he's been so good with the same players for so long, mm. and I think that you know no, we don't know what it looks like to switch it up on him. And I feel like he crumbles under pressure a little bit. So I'm just thinking that this is just going to be too much for him, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he even lost Byron Pringle, which was like his like only last safety, whatever, you know, like that was his last option. And he, they even lost that guy. So now they still uh, have McCall Hartman for what's it worth, you know, but yeah. Yeah. For what it's worth. He's, right. He's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That guy never seemed to, show up when they really needed him to. He made plays, don't get me wrong, but he definitely wasn't fantasy value unless you're in some deeper 16-man league, something crazy like that. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes coming in at number nine. Uh, Do you like that take? Put a comment down below. Let us know. uh, You know, tell us why you think Mahomes should be higher or even lower even. Yeah. But uh, we got to keep it going. We got to keep it rolling. Coming in at number eight. Trey's favorite quarterback, Russell Wilson. Let's ride. <laughs> Bronco Nation. Yeah. Let's ride. <laughs> let's oh, go I with Russell's. It. Yeah. Let's go with his last year's stats 3,113 yards, 25 touchdowns, six interceptions. He was hurt for a lot of the year last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. And it was a rough year for him. Um, but he's on a brand new, shiny, beautiful, perfect, great, wonderful offense with the Broncos, <laughs> baby, and he is ready to ride. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, like like you said, it's a new team. I think, you know, doing the Seahawks thing for so long, it kind of got stale for him, you know, uh, doing the same old thing with Pete Carroll, just chewing that bubble gum. <laughs> and here's the deal with this, with Seattle. They always wanted to, they wouldn't let Russell do what he wanted. They always were run first, do it this way. We do it Seattle way. We do it the old school way. And they never let Russ do his thing ever. Even when he, the year he won the Super Bowl, they weren't letting him do that. And Denver's already like basically saying that they're going to let Russ do his thing. So I'm, I cannot wait to see what Russell puts over here because him having full control of this offense, I think it's it could just be incredible. Well, uh, the people ask and they shall receive. Let Russ cook seems to be taking effect next year. I love it. I love it. Uh, he's got a decent O-line in Denver, so he's got a little bit of protection. I mean, even if he doesn't, though, he's like one of the best scrambling quarterbacks in the league. So Exactly. Yeah. And then he's got Javante Williams with the quickness he can check down to, along with Melvin Gordon, you know, if he needs him. 
um, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. I mean, he, he's got all the options, and it's just exciting. I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, and he's he's you know going pretty late as far as quarterbacks go on all the, the draft boards we've been doing. Uh, people are sleeping on Russ a little, don't you think? Yeah, they definitely don't respect his value. <laughs> not at all, not at all. I mean, we just saw it three years in a, or two years in a row. We had Tom go to a new team, tear it up. We had Matt Stafford go to a new team, tear it up, win the Super Bowl. I mean, you know. <laughs> You're calling it now, huh? <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to go crazy. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, Russ is going to cook, and he's going to do all right. He's going to be good. Um, at least top 10, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. That's where he's at. We got, That's I, right. I, I, you know what? I'm going to go on a, on a limb here, and I'm going to say <laughs> seven. <laughs> <laughs> you mean eight? <laughs> yeah eight <laughs> i'm gonna go out on a limb here and i'm gonna say eight. Oh, okay yeah absolutely <laughs> uh well i guess we're gonna find out what happens in denver uh but for now let's ride to the next guy <laughs> let's ride <laughs> yes sir yes sir all right, guys, we have some exciting news. The 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast has officially been sponsored by Manscaped. Now, look, if you follow us on social media, then you've already heard the news. We are psyched about this opportunity, and we want to tell you guys all about it. Listen, guys, if you haven't heard about Manscaped yet, they are the best in men's below-the-belt grooming Okay, they sent us the lawnmower 4.0 and the weed whacker, the whole package, the boxers, the t-shirt, the ball deodorant. Let me tell you about the lawnmower 4.0. This thing is the best ball trimmer I've ever had in my entire life. Okay, their cutting edge technology keeps me away from nicks and cuts. It's waterproof. I can do it in the shower. And in case you'll have a darker shower like I have, bam, LED. For a closer shave. I mean, what's not to love about Manscaped? These guys are doing it big. And the ball deodorant, when I tell you it is a natural oak smelling, like it is just so good. It's not fruity. It's not weird. It smells great. It makes your balls smell great. Your wife will love it or your girlfriend. Listen, get you some Manscaped. Get you the Lawnmower 4.0. It's the best tool for your family jewels. You know what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. And guys, right now, if you use our promo code at the bottom of the screen, Superflex20, you'll get 20% off and you'll get free shipping worldwide. And free shipping? Yes, sir. Free shipping. I mean, you can't find a better deal. Heard that. Support for Force and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming? Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's Performance Package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and worldwide shipping with the code SUPERFLEX20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 12 million balls. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, and uh, we are strolling down to Texas to check out Dak Prescott. Yes, sir. 
Dak Prescott. You don't seem too excited about Dak Prescott, Trey. I just, I, I like Dak Prescott as a fantasy quarterback, man. I just hate the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> America's team, bro. You live in America, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the boys. Yeah, apparently. Uh, so, uh, last year, uh, stats, 4,449 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. That's pretty good, actually. 10 interceptions. I mean, that's not terrible. No, it's good. Uh, I mean, he, uh, he had a completion rate of almost 70%. I mean, he was doing his thing even when he was hurt, you know? Yeah, well, that's, that's the only problem with Dak is sometimes he looks incredible, but in other times he just he just seems like he can't get it together, man. He, he He's so emotionally, so emotionally involved in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see that he loves the game and he's got heart. It just seems like sometimes he can't put it together. But like I keep saying, like, even on the Cowboys episode that we did, uh, the Cowboys make me nervous and people might question that, but I always expect the unexpected and, and everybody is just shitting all over the Cowboys, you know, with good reason, don't get me wrong, but, uh, everybody's shitting all over the Cowboys and I think they're going to surprise us because of that, in spite of that. That's true, man. And I really like that take about you saying that he's really emotionally connected to the game because I feel like that very uh, defines how he acts on the field. You know, if his players are down and, you know, and and no one's really hyping him up and and in the zone with him, I feel like it hurts his performance. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, I don't know. But one thing I will say out of uh, training camp, you know, they're talking about he's doing a lot more with his leg work and he's back to feeling 100 percent, you know, since his ankle injury and everything. And they're talking about he's going to rush a lot more, which is going to drastically increase his fantasy value and especially because you know they lost like cedric wilson and gallup still hurt and uh cooper to the browns so with that being said you know he don't have a whole lot of places to go and he's gonna have to run a little bit more and hopefully that that comes with uh touchdowns on the ground and his fantasy value just skyrockets yeah absolutely uh a lot of people are saying the loss of amari cooper is going to actually help him I doubt it. I mean, uh, throwing to somebody, um, you know, especially last year, I feel like a lot of the passes to Amari. I mean, don't get me wrong; they had some good passes together. There were a lot of drops in that in, in between the two of them, and uh, when he could have went somewhere else or took off on his feet or something different, you know. Yeah, Amari seems to just be, um, I don't know, uh, introvert. I guess he just seems like he's in his little box and he stays he's there, cooped you know? up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That, I mean, I couldn't have said it better. His mom couldn't have said it better herself, apparently. <laughs> uh, C.D. Lamb, number one wide receiver this year. How you feeling about that? I'm excited, man. Uh, you know, it's it's funny because I want to compare C.D. Lamb to like a Juju Smith-Schuster type, but I just got done talking bad about Juju Smith-Schuster. <laughs> But it's second year with Dak, and I think that those long, deep, 60-yard, incredible, beautiful pass touchdowns, I think that those are going to be very prevalent this year, and CeeDee Lamb's the guy to do it. Yeah, and we we know Zeke and Tony Pollard can uh, catch the check down, so we know that's going to help with PPR leagues or, uh, I mean, even yards. Tony Pollard somehow always manages to, to get that ball and take off and get way more yards than you expect. Um, and we know Zeke can catch it, uh, but just – you know, can he get it a little farther for us? You know, I, I think Dak is a great pick in at number seven. Yeah, man, he's got a, he's got a lot of high value fantasy options on his team that will help his value even more. Mm-hmm. And then you don't forget Dalton Schultz on the franchise tag exactly. this year. So he's got something to prove. Hopefully he'll show out and show us what's up because I like right. Schultz. I do, too. He reminds me of Rob. 
Oh yeah, I mean yeah. like the he's, way he, he plays. Vibes. Yeah, because he's just tough and mean and barrels through people. You know, I love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's keep going. Let's keep rolling. We're going down to Tampa to see my boy coming in at number six. It hurts me to get him that low, but you know that's that's the game name of the game that we play. And you know who that is? That is TB12 Tom. Brady. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Tom. <laughs> You're never going to see this, but happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at Tom's stats from last year. 5,316 yards, 43 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. His accuracy is unheard of, man. The, the way he fits those balls into areas is, is amazing, and he's got a grip of what he fits those balls into air and he's got a grip of wide receivers and people to throw the ball to now. I think he's, I, I, th- I think he's being under undervalued. Don't you? Yeah, I agree as well. I mean, I know with the, everything with the dolphins and everything, we have to wait and see what comes out of that. But um, I definitely think he's being under, undervalued. The only reason why I think Tom is where he's at on this list is because of his leg game and that he doesn't really rush that much, you know, but he does have some rushes, you know, last year when he had that, what was it like a 12 yard rush? And he like made sure in the interview and he was like, y'all saw that, right? And somebody was like, well, how did you uh, feel doing that 10 yard rush? And he was like, it was 12. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn straight. <laughs> yeah, I think I got a I got a picture back here of him and doing that goofy little face in the Patriots game. I freaking man, that that cracked me up, bro. He looks so happy, so excited for it. So he can run, it's just not very often. And you know, as a Tampa fan, I don't want him to run. You know right. what I mean? Like, you better chill out, old man. I don't I don't need you to get hurt. Blaine Gabbard ain't gonna do squat for us, man. I mean. It's wild. It's wild. But he is the but, goat for a reason. You know, he's got the, he's got the wide receivers. I mean, he's got Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Godwin, you know. I mean, he's just got everybody he needs down there. Russell Gage, like, he's killing it, man. And and uh, he just who, – who do I want to throw to today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. I mean, think about defenses coming up against them, dude. Who, who Who's getting the double coverage? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I mean, you go double coverage on what Mike Evans and I mean, we'll say Gage or even Julio. I've been hearing big things about Gage at a training camp. So it's going to be think- tough, man. It's going to be tough to defend the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's why I think that Tom Brady goes for over five again. Yes, sir. Easy. Yes, sir. One of two quarterbacks that went over 5,000 yards last year also. So yeah. And 43 touchdowns. Yeah. The 12 interceptions aren't like great, but they're not terrible, you know? Right. But, uh, you know, I could talk about Tom Brady all day, but I'm not gonna, because we got to keep this thing rolling. Uh, going at number five, the homework King himself. I'm talking about Kyler Murray last year's stats, 3,787 yards, 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, I mean, he was almost at 4,000 yards. I felt like he got more than that, but I guess towards back half of the season, it was got a little rough. Yeah, I was kind of shocked to hear that number, um, you know, as much as uh, Arizona likes to throw it, but they did have a rough end of the year there. Um, but Kyler Murray on his feet has just so much value in fantasy that, I mean, it's incredible. And then with his new gift of Hollywood Brown, you know, they played together at Oklahoma, and I think that that connection is going to be incredible. 
Mm-hmm. And D Hop is out for uh, the first six games of the season. So, who, who, you know, between him and Ertz, I think Kyler's going to light it up the first half of the season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, you know, one thing I want to do is say about Hollywood Brown real quick. Um, last year, out of all the wide receivers, um, you know, uh, however many top 12 finishes Hollywood Brown had, there was a list of people that have more top 12 finishes than him. I'll give you that list. It's Cooper okay. Cup. That's it. That's the whole list? That's the whole list. <laughs> Dang, he really? Had the second most top 12 finishes out of wide receivers all year last year. Wow. Jackson. Wow. Holy crap, that's impressive. Uh, I just heard uh, that Kyler actually has COVID right now, though. Yeah, it's a weird timing for him to have COVID with the contracts and all the drama <laughs> and everything like that. But He's like, I'm I can't come into it. work today. I got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know, the analytics have said that Kyler uh, doesn't play as well when it's double XP weekend on Call of Duty. oh man that's good that's good (laughs) but he is a scrambler you know he reminds me of russell wilson a lot when i watch him you know he's a short dude but he's a scrambler and he's scrappy bro but he's so short that he it's got to be hard to see over those offensive linemen well, and here's the thing, man. I watched the interview with him right after his contract when they were talking about it. And he was like, of course, it's embarrassing, you know, but he's like, here's the deal for them not to think that I don't have to study. I I mean, I, I feel I feel great about it because, you know, if, for them to think that I'm this just elite quarterback at my size, he's like, <laughs> I have to work every day to compete in the NFL. He's like, I'm constantly working because of my size. And he's like, so for them to think that I can just do all that and just play video games and, and fuck off all the time, basically, is just whatever. Kudos to me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, that's what crossed my mind, too, when all that had down. Like, are you telling me this dude doesn't study and he still manages to, you know, be in the top 10 quarterback uh, conversation? Uh, he's such a little dude. He, he would have to. Right. So I think Kyler Murray at number five is a good spot for him right there in the middle. Uh, but will he keep it going? Through the whole year. That's my question. Right. Would you draft him on your fantasy team, being that he's like the fifth best? Um, I don't really want to take him where he's going in drafts. Um, I think that I would rather wait a little bit, but I don't see a problem with having Kyler Murray on my team whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, he, yeah, it's super flex leagues, especially you get him and uh, you know, I think Dak Prescott. I mean, you got a, an elite quarterback room there. I mean, it's definitely possible. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it rolling. We're going all the way to Cincinnati to check out Joe Cool. You know who we're talking about, Joey. Brrr. Joe. Brrr. <laughs> Let's look at uh, Joe Burrow's last year's stats: four thousand six hundred eleven yards, thirty-four touchdowns, fourteen interceptions, and he was also sacked what like seventy times last year. Yeah. But dude had a 70.4 completion percentage, which was the is the best out of all 10 people on our list. Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. I guess you don't make it to the Super Bowl for no reason. Right. Uh, a lot of people are saying that uh, Joe Burrow is not going to produce this year, fantasy-wise. Well, everybody's talking about you know um, regression because of his year last year was so great that they think he's going to regress. But the team has done nothing but get better, so I don't know how that happens. With the O line, they beefed up the O line so he doesn't have to get sacked so many times. I, I don't see how he's going to be worse. They got the one of the 
best wide receiver trios in the league. I mean, it's scary. Jamar Chase, and they got that chemistry connection from playing in college. Uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I mean, it's going to be off the chain over there, dude. And, you know, they always talk about second-year wide receiver breakouts. Well, if last year wasn't – you know, if this year is a breakout for Jamar Chase, you better pick him up at the one spot because he was going off last year. And if he breaks out even more this year with Joe Burrow, I mean, that, that stack is going to be incredible. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I think what Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, or in most mocks that I've done are the only wide receivers I've seen going over Jamar Chase. Do you agree right. with that? I do, and and those are the only three wide receivers that I see going in the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you you're right. I don't. I haven't been seeing any other than them. You're right. I didn't even think about that. I think the problem with Joe Burrow is that he he hardly runs. I mean, for people, you know, he hardly right. runs the ball. But he's so damn accurate, bro. I mean, dude's got heart, man. I, I love Joe Burrow, dude. And uh, I really got to see who he was last year. And, man, I like this dude. I think I'm calling it now uh, 5,000 yards for Joe Burrow this year. Absolutely. He got super close. But, I mean, that just feels easy when you think about all the things he's got going on around him. You're calling 5,000 yards. He had 34 touchdowns last year. How many touchdowns you call him? I'm going to say 38. 38? I'll say he hits 40, 41, 42. Dang. Mm-hmm. Tom That's Brady bad. numbers. Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people are saying they remind them of a young Tom Brady. Could be. Could be. I mean, he took the Bengals to the Super Bowl. That's right. That's right. When's the last time you heard the Bengals do anything good? Never. Not Chad, in my lifetime. Chad Ochocinco back in the day, but that's, I mean, yeah. I, I really love Joe Burrow at four, and, and, you know, I'm grabbing him up if I can. For sure. And he's going a little bit later than most of these quarterbacks where you can get a better value out of drafting him. Mm-hmm, because they're sleeping on him as per usual. Um, but. We are in the top three. Before we get to our top three, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the Melon app. We've been using the Melon app for a while now. Uh, you can you can see the difference in our podcast. If you go back uh, 10 episodes, the content is um, still amazing, but it just looks so much better. The link is in the description. Check out the Melon app. You can get a, a great deal and stream live everywhere that you want to stream. All right, now we're going to number three. It hurts me, it pains me to put him on this list, but being that we've put him on a separate list ourselves, it's only fair to throw out Lamar Jackson. The other list I'm referring to is the top 10 overrated quarterbacks list that we made. All right, just players, top 10 overrated players. We put Lamar on there. Got a little bit of blowback for that, but hey, that's all right. We Hey, we love it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Last year, you know, he was hurt, but he uh, managed to get 2,882 yards, 16 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. He had a tough year, man. He had a tough year, and uh, and I'm not a big Lamar fan, um, but I can't. I got to give credit where credit is due, and the dude puts up fantasy points. Um, I had him last year in one of my leagues, and uh, it was a single quarterback league. And until he got hurt, he literally won me every week just by having him in my quarterback slot. The dude is a monster on his feet and loves to run. You know, I think he's a better. I think he's a better running back than he is a quarterback. But um, 
that's just my take. Uh, yeah, they should train him at another position, man. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, I think he has a vengeance too because I think everybody's hating on Lamar after you know everybody's expecting them to win the Super Bowl last year and, and you know and see what happened. But you know injuries happen and and things change and you know he lost Hollywood Brown, but I think dude's coming back with a vengeance and I think he's he's actually going to surprise some people. Yeah, I mean, if, as long as he stays healthy, uh, he's got to stop, you know, trying to put the game on his shoulders and, uh, you know, be the man and and everything. I have been hearing he's been throwing tighter spirals. He's been working on his accuracy, so that could be good news for some, you know, because you know he can run. We know that part of his game is great. Uh, right. We just he just needs to be able to throw it when he has to, you know. And I think he's got the the options to do it. I mean, uh, Mark Andrews, one of the greatest tight ends, you know, last year was number one in tight end. Um, then you got Rashad Bateman in his second year, um, which a lot of people are sleeping on Rashad Bateman, I think, because last year, you know, I, I picked him up there towards the end and and it wasn't, you know, a lot of his games weren't with Lamar Jackson, but dude was still catching passes and, and he was looking good on the field. And I think if him and Lamar can develop the connection like Lamar and Hollywood had, I think they can be an incredible team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They but like you said, they have to develop that. I mean, who else has he got when it comes to the throwing game? I tell you, it would be hard to be a wide receiver in Baltimore, and that's I, I assume why uh, Hollywood Brown, you know, sped out of there. Right. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's go ahead and move it on to number two, uh, Justin Herbert. I love Justin Herbert, man. That kid, dude, he is something special, and there's no doubt about it. Let's take a look at his uh, last year's stats. I said earlier that only two quarterbacks went over 5,000 yards. One of those is Justin Herbert. 5,014 yards, 38 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Yeah, man, he's he's a monster, and he's got an arm on him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And great receiving options. Got Keenan Allen over there. I, I love Keenan Allen. Yeah, bro. And people, you know, Keenan Allen, I think, is another one of those name games, you know, where where they hear the name and it sounds boring. And so they don't craft <laughs> him. And it's like, dude is a great football player and a great receiver. And he's just consistent, bro. That's that's when I think of the word Keenan, the name Keenan Allen, I think of consistent. That's the name, the word that comes to my mind. And when you got a monster of an arm like Justin Herbert throwing to him, like I mean, they're unstoppable. Mm-hmm. And and Justin Herbert has been working on his footwork, so he's got a little more time in the pocket to, you know, get things done. I think he's going to be ridiculous this year. I mean, he, he's he's had the time. They put together the team. They put the pieces around him. They pulled in Spiller to help Eckler with the load. It's going to be something to watch. Um, I'm not a Chargers fan, but I am a Justin Herbert fan. Yeah, man. And, you know, he's got Mike Williams over there who um, who gave us a little show last year. I mean, uh, he kind of fell off a little bit. But um, if he can reproduce what he was doing in the beginning of the year on top of having Keenan Allen and checking down to Austin Eckler, I mean, this team's going to be just an offensive monster. Um, they won't even need to run the ball because Justin Herbert can just do what he can do with his arm. Well, that won't be good news to you, being uh, how high you are on Eckler, but I get exactly what you're saying. Um, Yeah, Herbert's going to be a beast this year. There's no doubt about it. Now we're down to the last guy. I mean, you haven't heard his name yet, so I'm sure you already know the answer to this, but uh, number one in everybody's lists, Josh Allen. Got to be. Absolutely. Last year's numbers, 4,407 yards, 36 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. 
Josh Allen's a beast. Josh Allen is what every NFL franchise wants in their quarterback. A monster arm and a man on his legs that can get the job done. Absolutely. He's scary. I mean, you saw him. Was it? I don't remember who he was playing. I think it was Kansas City, bro. I've never seen a quarterback leapfrog a player, bro, before right. Josh Allen. And the crazy thing is, is this kid came out of like some Wyoming college team like nobody heard of, you know, but he just it makes you wonder what what other crazy players are out there that they're missing out on. Yeah, that they they lost their chance or, or missed it some by some fluke they didn't make where they wanted to be. And Josh Allen is there, man. He's the man. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really hard for me not to bring up Josh Allen for the rest of this uh, show. But uh, I will say, if anyone can compete with Josh Allen at the one spot this year, I think it's Justin Herbert. Um, I didn't want to say that when we're talking about Justin Herbert, but I think that you know Josh Allen. He's he's been number one fantasy quarterback the last two years. He's trying to get a threepeat on that, and I think the best person to challenge him with that is justin herbert but it's gonna be tough man because josh (laughs) allen is a machine (laughs) yes he is and he does not like to lose they say the only thing that scares that guy is a coin flip uh that game last year uh was ridiculous in the playoffs i i have to bring it up i know you guys are probably sick of hearing about it but i can't help it that game was amazing i think your dad was at that game wasn't he yeah he was man he and, and you know we, we had went to a tennessee titans game before in you know, a couple years ago and he was like man nfl games just aren't as exciting as college games i'm like dad you got to go to a playoff game and so he goes to the buffalo bills versus kansas oh. city in the playoffs and he said it was the by far the best football game he has ever been in his entire life it's one of the best games <laughs> i've ever seen in my entire life bro that was crazy that 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 just oof gabriel davis man I'm telling you, Gabe, Gabe is going to go off this year. He's the number two guy there now behind Stefan Diggs. Do you think he's going to produce like, like that you're no saying? Doubt. I have no doubt, man. I, I really think Gabriel Davis is going to uh, really step up, you know, and, and he kind of already did, you know what I mean? Last year at the end of the season and, and uh, people think that that was like some kind of fluke or something, but like this is, he's showing you what he's got. And now that they know that's what he's got, they're going to put him to the test and they're going to use him. Yeah, not saying that the Kansas City defense is, was all that great last year, but, I mean, he was just sitting in the end zone waiting for that ball from Josh Allen. And Josh Allen throws the most beautiful balls, bro. He has a cannon on him, dude. The thing is with Josh Allen, his numbers this year are actually worse than they were last year. But to my eyes, that boy's gotten better. Right, right. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's crazy to see what Buffalo, because like you're talking about uh, Joe Burrow with uh, Cincinnati and everything. It's like, when's the last time you've heard great things out of the Buffalo Bills? It's been a minute. In the 90s, when they went to four Super Bowls with Jim Kelly, that was a long time ago. Went to four Super Bowls and lost, bro. Yeah, no, I watched, I watched the whole documentary on that. That was, <laughs> that was a great documentary. <laughs> yeah. Insane, insane. Also, they, they picked up OJ Howard from the Bucks. I think they still got Dawson Knox, but I think OJ Howard is going to be a great uh, piece for that offense. And like we've already talked about, James Cook is over there now. They might actually have a running game. We don't know yet, obviously, because he's a rookie. Uh, Singletary better watch his butt. I am so excited about Josh Allen this year. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, he's 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 doing his thing, and I think he's going to continue to do it. You know, I'd be surprised if he didn't get MVP. Oof, yeah. Calling it now. MVP, definitely. They're the Super Bowl favorites, that's for sure. Yeah, and they weren't even there last year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
And that right there is why Josh Allen is number one on our list, baby. Also, He's number I, one. that's right. That's right. I would be remiss if I didn't say that the Buffalo Bills are my fiance's team. She loves them. She obviously wants to see them succeed. I love you, baby. <laughs> Let's get to some honorable mentions on this yes, list. You know, when we were talking about doing this list, we were trying to come up with our top 10 and it was hard. Yeah. We, we were having problems. We're like, oh yeah, this guy needs to be here. But then this guy and like, but what about this guy? <laughs> so we figured honorable mentions just fit right. It just needed to be there. Uh, my first honorable mention is Tua Tunga Viola. You've heard us talk about him a lot, actually, this uh, this year. He, he didn't have the great numbers last year, but that seven-game stretch where he would just go in off, I mean, I loved it. Yeah, and, and then you, you talk about his numbers from last year, but a lot's changed since last year. Now he's got two of the fastest wide receivers in the NFL. I mean, with yeah. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, like literally their speed is in the top five of wide receivers in the NFL. And so I just think that they're going to smoke the defenders and two is going to go deep constantly, and his numbers are just going to go through the roof. Well, they say his arm strength isn't there to go deep, but I don't know, dude. You're right, dude. So much speed. You put one on this, on uh, you put one over here, one over here, bro. Go route, it's over with, bro. Go route, come in, <laughs> throw the ball right down the middle, bro. One of close, them is going to get that thing. Close bro. your eyes and pray. Just throw as hard <laughs> exactly. as you can, baby. Exactly. That's why we think two is going to be top 12 quarterback uh, at least. Um He's going to be something special this year. Our next honorable mention we're talking about is Derek Carr. Mm. Er. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Derek Carr almost hit 5,000 yards last year. I think 4,804 yards. Now, his touchdowns weren't that great, but, you know, he's got Devontae now. They're, you know, they're homeboys. And they say that touchdowns are, are one of the statistics that don't really stick. You know what I mean? Touchdowns vary year to year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really something that you can calculate. But I think that especially with Devontae over there um, and him putting up 4,800 yards last year, you know, you put those kind of numbers up with Devontae Adams. I mean, it's through the roof of where you could possibly be. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Derek Carr and the Raiders are going to be something special to watch this year for sure. The more I think about it, the more I get excited. It's been a long time since I've been excited to watch the Raiders. And our very last honorable mention is someone who's falling way, way down in drafts. Uh, Talking about Matt Ryan. Yes, sir. I like Matt Ryan, man. I think he is being slept on like crazy. I mean, he threw for almost 4,000 yards last year. You know, he wasn't great. They didn't have a great uh, O-line in Atlanta. Um, I I think the old man still got it. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? One of the reasons maybe they're sleeping on Matt Ryan, and I hate to bring it up again, but it's the name, man. (laughs) It's not fancy. Here goes Trey's name theory in work again. Matt Ryan, well, Matty Ice is is it something? And and every time I think of Matt Ryan, that's all I can say is Matty Ice because it sounds so much better coming off your tongue and it gets me more <laughs> excited about Matt Ryan and the Colts. Honestly, I, I I love your name theory. You know I do. I just think that it's more about you know the production of him on the Falcons the last couple of years. I mean, after that Super Bowl run. Um, his his numbers have gone down, but like we said about Russell Wilson, new team, new everything, new love for the game. 
I think Matt Ryan is going to surprise people, and you you can get him way later in your drafts. And Matt, to, to be fair, Matt Ryan didn't have a lot to work with uh, <laughs> in Atlanta the last couple of years. So yeah, all yeah, we had Julio with some bad hammies, and you know Calvin Ridley betting on himself to not catch passes, and <laughs> they had Kyle Pitts for a year, but Pitts had to get used to it, and he was the only guy there. Yeah, and a rookie, and 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 you see what he how he produced. That was behind Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, you guys check out Matt Ryan. Uh, you won't be sorry. Um, I'll replay this clip for you when he does do great and say, hey, remember when I said? <laughs> right. I'm just thinking Matt Ryan uh, is pretty close to retirement. This will definitely be his last team. Um, would you give him another two years? Yeah, man. Uh, I think it depends on, you know, how it plays out, you know, aside from injuries and everything. I would say, I would say, yeah, about two years. But I will say, whatever year um, Aaron Rodgers retires, I think that one of the other, they're not going to retire the same year because they're not, they, they want their own, you know, f- uh, fame and everything from it. Absolutely. Yeah. And maybe that's one of the reasons Gronkowski um, retired. Cause I tell you what, if I was Gronk, I would not want to retire the same year as Tom Brady. Because you know that draft class is going to be all about Tom Brady, which Gronk has lived in his shadow, I mean, his whole career, but without one, you couldn't have the other. Exactly. Anyways, guys, thank you for watching our top 10 quarterback list. Uh, Let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, If you think somebody should go higher, somebody should go lower. Did we forget your quarterback? Let us know down in the comments, guys. And while you're down there... Go ahead and hit that like button. There it is. Subscribe to the channel. We're doing crazy things all the time. We're loving it. It's it's getting wild over here, guys. And the season's coming up. Um, make sure though, if you if you're liking and subscribing, you hit that notification bell so that way you can be notified every time we post a video. So you're the first one to get there, and you're the first one to get the information and be ready for your fantasy teams. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for watching the boys. On fourth and flex, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Hollywood Brown sped off from the <laughs> i thought that was way funnier than i like you didn't seem like you thought it was that funny but it took me a minute cool. to catch on to it but once i did i was like oh that was good shit <laughs> you've been listening to the fourth and flex fantasy football podcast and here we go here we go If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex and on Twitter at fourthandflexpod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.